If you have your Bibles this morning, I want to open to Hebrews chapter 10. We're going to look there today. You know, if you think about the body, the various parts and organs in a body, and it'll help us answer two very vital questions about the church. What does it mean to be a member of a church? And then second, why is being a member of a church different from being a member of any other organization in the world? Well, I think you'll understand why every member matters and membership matters when we begin to see the church as a body. We see our members as vital organs. Romans 12.5 says this, In Christ, we who are many form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. When you talk to people today about membership, they think about paying dues or secret rituals or special handshakes or having your name on some invisible role that nobody ever sees. But Paul had this very different picture of membership when it comes to a church. To Paul, being a member of the church is the same as being a vital organ in a living body. And until we understand that, we'll never understand the biblical meaning of membership. The church is a body, not a building. It's an organism, not an organization. You know, in order for organs of the body to fulfill their purpose, they have to be connected to the body. For the body to be healthy and all the organs must be connected and functioning properly, and if any vital organ is detached, it will not only fail to fulfill its purpose, it'll die. And the same is true for Christians that refuse to be members of a church. You know, there have been times I've talked to people about Christ and what it means to become a body, a part of the body, and, and they bluntly said, well, that's a personal matter. And really, they're half right. I mean, your relationship to Christ is personal, but God never intended it to be private. Right? The church is a body, and every member needs to be connected to that. We're a family, and every family member needs to be a functioning member of the family. But one of the greatest problems we face in in church today is meaningless membership. Barna Research Group estimates that one in seven people will look for a new church this year. And one in six attend two or more churches on a rotating basis. Some people call them church hoppers. They hop from one church to another. And the reason they do that is they're saying in their own way that my membership is not meaningful. Well, we as a church need to do everything we can to ensure that every member matters. And in order for this to happen, it's only fair that we ask three questions. Three questions both members and non-members have a right to ask and a right to have answered. And here they are. First, why should I be a member of the church? You know, almost every time the word church is used in the Bible, it refers to local, visible, single congregations. The New Testament always assumes membership in a local church. And the Bible says a Christian that is not a member of the church is like an organ without the body, a sheep without a flock, or a child without a family. The Bible says you belong in God's household with every other Christian. Well, let's look at the writer of Hebrews has to say in Hebrews 10, verse 24. He says, let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds. Let us not give up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing. But let us encourage one another, 
and all the more as you see the day approaching. Let us not give up meeting together. God knew there would be tremendous benefits to His people when they joined the church, when they met together. I found at least three. First, there are physical benefits. There was a study done at Purdue University published in the Journal of Scientific Research and Medicine. It's that people who join a church, attend regularly, get involved and, get, and are part of the body, they get sick less often than those who don't. In fact, they found non-church members who never attend church or participate report twice as likely to have health problems as those who are members. God knew what he was doing when he said, let us not give up meeting together. I read this recently. I don't know how scientific it is, but it made sense. It said, don't ride in automobiles. They cause 20% of all fatal accidents. Don't stay at home. 17% of all accidents occur in the home. Don't walk on the streets or sidewalks. 14% of accidents occur there. Do not travel by air, rail, or water. 16% of accidents happen in those types of transportation. But only point. 001, one one thousandth of a percent of all deaths reported occur in worship services at church. And those were related to previous physical disorders. So therefore, the safest place for you to be at any time is church. Come to church. It could literally save your life. <laughs> you see, there's second, there's also emotional benefits to joining a church and getting involved. Not only will you be healthier, you will be happier. The Connecticut Mutual Life Insurance Company compared people that joined a church and were involved and prayed and read their Bibles and surrendered their life to Christ to those who hadn't. And when they compared those to people in America who didn't attend church or weren't religious, this is what they found. Church members were twice as likely to say their home was happy. Church members were twice as likely to believe their work contributed to society. Church members are more than twice as likely to reconcile marital problems. Church members were six times more likely to volunteer and do community service. But third, I want you to think about the spiritual benefits that come from being an active member in the church. Let me just mention a couple of them. First, there is identity. All right, just like a soldier is identified by the uniform or a badge identifies a police officer, church membership identifies you as a believer. It says you are a child of God. There's also maturity. We grow best as we grow together. And this church, the church provides a place where you can mature your faith and grow. Ephesians 4.16, as each part does its own special work, it helps the other parts grow so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. Then there's ministry. The church gives you a place to discover your spiritual gifts and an avenue to use them. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 12, a spiritual gift is given to each of us as a means of helping the entire church. Then there's accountability. Hebrews 3, but encourage one another daily as long as it is called today so none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. Mind your own business is not a Christian phrase. We must be accountable to one another. And that is something that only the church provides. Well, here's the second question we should ask. What should I become as a member of a church? 
See, the difference between a church attender and a church member is commitment. Attenders are spectators. Members are get involved. Attenders are consumers. Members are contributors. And the Christian life is, is more than just being a commitment to Christ. It's, it's also a commitment to other Christians. You become a Christian by committing your life to Christ. You become a member of the church by committing yourself to the church and to its members. Again, Hebrews 10 tells us what we all should be and be doing as church members. Listen again. Let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds. Let us not give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing. But let us encourage one another. And all the more as you see the day approaching. See, before we delve into this, it's interesting to note all the emphasis is on what a church member gives to the church, not what the church member gets from the church. And he mentions here one ministry that every member of the church has and needs and should continuously be doing. Did you hear it? It was the ministry of encouragement. And the great news is you don't need to have a college degree or seminary education or a lot of money or be of a certain age or, or anything like that to be able to be an encouragement. Because each and every one of us as members of the church need to give encouragement. And each of us as members of the church need to get and receive encouragement. We're to encourage one another. We're told to love and good works. You see, when we get together and I see you loving Jesus, it makes me want to love Jesus more. When I see you serving Jesus, it makes me want to serve him more. When I see you worshiping Jesus, it makes me want to worship him more. The third question we should ask, where should I belong as a member of a church? Well, let me just summarize briefly four things you should look for when you decide to become a member of a church. The first is the Word. And what I mean by that is, above all things, you should find a church where the Word of God is preached every week. No matter what else that church does or how well they do it, you will spiritually starve apart from the preaching of the Word. Second is worship. Find a church where the worship is uplifting, inspiring, motivating, and centered on Jesus Christ and directed to the praise of God. A worship that, regardless of the style, has substance that feeds the soul. Third, a church of witness. A church that understands and believes that their primary mission is the Great Commission. A church that is unashamed of the gospel, doing everything they can to bring people into a relationship with Jesus Christ. And then fourth, a church that works. A church where you can enthusiastically get involved, putting your spiritual gifts to work in the service of the body because you believe in what the church is trying to do. See, when you find a church that meets those four characteristics, you'll find this as well. When you come to the house of God, when you fellowship with those people of God and sing songs and hear the word of God preached and experience the glory of God, you won't help but be drawn closer to God. That's the kind of church we strive to be. You know, if you ever doubt whether or not every member matters, let me tell you a story. 
There was a story about four people in the church. And their names are everybody, somebody, anybody, and nobody. Now the church needed help meeting its financial obligations. And everybody was asked to participate. Everybody was sure somebody would do it. Anybody could have done it. But you know who did it? Nobody. It ended up that everybody blamed somebody when nobody did what anybody could have done. When the church grounds needed some work, somebody was asked to help, but somebody resented being called upon because anybody could have done it just as well. After all, it is everybody's job. And in the end, the work was given to nobody and nobody got it done. And this process went on. Whenever a task needed to be done, nobody could be counted on to do it. Nobody visited the sick. Nobody gave liberally. Nobody shared their faith. In essence, in short, nobody was a faithful member. Finally, the day came when somebody left the church and they took anybody and everybody with them. And you know who was left? Nobody. See, the truth is, everybody needs somebody and nobody doesn't need anybody. Every member does matter. Your membership in this church, your involvement in this church matters. We all need one another to encourage one another, to spur one another on towards love and good deeds. So let me ask you as we close this morning, do you see how your life matters? It matters to this church. But even more importantly, it matters to God. So let me ask you, do you need to surrender your life to Christ to become a part of His body? This is the time. I encourage you, call the church and talk to me. Stop by this week, talk to me. I would love to share with you more about what that means to become a part of the body of Christ. But know this, you matter. You matter to me. You matter to us as a church. But most importantly, you matter to God. Pray with me. Father God, thank you for showing us that we matter. And you showed us we matter through sending your son to earth to die for us. You showed us through your sacrifice. So Lord, help us throughout this week to show others that they matter by showing them Jesus, by encouraging one another. And we pray this in Christ's name. Amen.